Welcome to the Calvary St. George's Sermon Podcast, proclaiming the historic faith of Christ and Him crucified. These podcasts are recorded and produced by the Parish of Calvary St. George's in the city of New York. For more information, head to calvarystgeorges.org. I saw a lot of action on uh, social media, kind of poking fun at those of us who give up sweets or coffee or we become, we become vegan or we give up plastic or something like that for Lent. And the mockery was happening because there are so many problems of the world, and there truly are, and this is all we're doing. That said, I remember as a kid, I gave up sweets for Lent one year, and if you know me at all, you know that my mother has given me the worst sweet tooth of all time. I can't keep anything in my house that's bad for me because I will eat it all that same day. In fact, when we have devotion groups, I tell people, take it away from me because it's all going in here right after you leave. So, maybe you have given up something like that for Lent. I'm not here to make fun of you. In fact, great. That's awesome. That said, this text that we just read is not about garden variety temptations. In this text, Jesus is being tempted or tested about his vocation, about his identity about who he is. Now, all three of the synoptic gospels, the synoptic gospels are Matthew, Mark, and Luke, they all have the temptation of Jesus in the wilderness. But Luke does things a little bit differently. He puts the order of the temptations in a different order. Also, unlike Matthew and Mark, in Luke, Jesus doesn't go out into the wilderness right after he's baptized. If you remember from a couple weeks ago, we read Jesus' first sermon in his hometown. And in that sermon, if you remember, it's the shortest sermon of all time. It's Jesus just dropping the mic. He reads from the book of Isaiah. The book of Isaiah says that there is one who is coming who will proclaim good news to the poor. And Jesus says, this reading has been fulfilled in your hearing. So in Luke, we have the baptism of Jesus, where his vocation is made clear, where the dove descends upon him, the Holy Spirit, and the voice from heaven says, you are my son. With you, I am well pleased. He is the son of God. This is his vocation. Right after that, the Spirit empowers him as he's preaching. And after the sermon, the text says, essentially in the Greek, that the Spirit kicks Jesus into the wilderness. He thrusts him there. And while in the wilderness, if we were good Jews, we would be tipped off right away. For Jesus is in the wilderness 40 days. The people of God... If you know your Old Testament, we're in the wilderness for 40 years. There's a connection being made here. And as we well know, the Israelites in the wilderness did not pass 
their time of testing. They succumb to temptation, much like you and I do, left and right. But so Jesus is here in the wilderness. The text says he hasn't eaten anything at all in these 40 days. He's famished. He's vulnerable. And it is at this moment that the adversary comes to him. And his, the adversary tests him. The adversary questions his identity. In that first temptation account that we read about, he says, if you are the Son of God, turn these stones into bread. If you are who you say you are, if you are the Son of God, if you are the one who the text of Isaiah is talking about, well, then do something wondrous. So this text is also about what kind of Messiah, what kind of king Jesus will be. Will Jesus be the kind of king like all the kings that we know, who's all about self-aggrandizement? Or will he be the king who he's supposed to be, the king of self-giving? Now, I don't know about you, but it just so happens that that same voice of the adversary, that same voice of accusation comes into my life when I am vulnerable, when I don't live into my vocation, when I find myself doing things that I never thought I would do. Maybe you've experienced something similar. Maybe when you experience doubts, you begin to wonder if, am I a Christian at all? How can I call myself a child of God when I've done something that I couldn't even have imagined that I would do this? Can I call myself a Christian when I have doubts more often than I have faith? The message that the Gospel of Luke, the author of Luke, is trying to get across to you and to me is that you and I, much like the people of Israel, we mirror the story that Christ undergoes. When Christ is baptized, Christ, of course, is baptized, but we, when we've been baptized, have been baptized into the baptism of Christ. And for us, here in the Episcopal Church, we baptize you right out of the womb. Before you've had a chance to do anything to make you worthy or beloved, or lovely, that same voice over Christ is over you and me. You are my son. You are my daughter. The beloved. With you, I am well pleased. And this is why the great reformer, Martin Luther, when he was asked, how do you know that you're a Christian? You've been kicked out of the church 
and at times you've done some pretty terrible things, how do you know? And Luther does not point to his Lenten fast. Luther does not point to his good deeds or that he was this revolutionary. Luther says, because I am baptized. Because that word from outside of me has declared it over me. You are my child, the beloved. With you, I am well pleased. Now, you and I are no different than the Israelites in the wilderness. I grumble and complain about everything, not just the food I get, but I stub my toe in the morning, and I question the existence of God. And maybe you're here this morning and you find yourself doubting just as much as you have faith. And you wonder about that voice in your ear that questions your identity, questions your vocation, and you give it its due and you begin to believe it. You begin to believe that you're not good enough or that you don't have enough faith, or whatever it is. The message from the Gospel of Luke is that you have been baptized into the baptism of Christ. You are the beloved child of God. And despite everything, with you, he is well pleased. This is that radical ghetto gospel that we talk about week after week. The news that's too good to be true, and yet it is. So, this week, or even today, when the adversary puts that voice of accusation in your ear, because you wonder if you have enough faith, you wonder if you believe this stuff at all, you wonder if that awful thing you couldn't imagine doing that you did somehow disqualifies you. The message of the text is this. You have been baptized. You are a beloved child of God. And with you, he is well pleased. So those voices are a distraction. Next time they come, I am baptized. And move on with your life. And that same Holy Spirit, who empowered Jesus at his baptism, at his sermon, and in the wilderness, is empowering us even now, whether we feel it or not. You are a child of God. It's too good to be true, but it is. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you for listening to our sermon podcast, produced and recorded at the Parish of Calvary St. George's in the city of New York. If you feel led to support the continuing ministry of the parish, you can make an online donation at calvarystgeorges.org slash giving. Thank you.